0: Join Kim Commando Saturday morning at 10 on News Talk 930 and 103.9 FM. 김- First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 in cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, the Thornrider Foundation is receiving these funds
1: per random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment. Member FDIC.
2: Want to get wyo next summer? Here's your chance. Ride on in to SCLT's In Bloom on Saturday, September 9th. By joining us, you will be entered into our door prize drawing. Four tickets to the Sheridan WYO Rodeo. In Bloom, presented by Sheridan Media, is free to attend. And one lucky person will get wyo just for coming through our shoot. Find out more at SheridanCLT.org.
3: From Sheridan Media News, it's time for Open Line Friday. Your chance to join the conversation and talk about what you want to talk about. Call the Jackson Electric Open Line at 672 KROE. That's 672 5763. And now, your hosts for Open Lines, Ron Richter and Aaron Palmer.
0: Good morning on the jackson electric open line friday aaron palmer ron richter and today we've got an interesting discussion i hope at least the subject is interesting um the elephant in the room last week that we kind of touched on i was gonna say what
4: show are you tuning in (laughs) to (laughs)
0: <laughs> we will see good morning Ron. How are you? Good morning. <laughs> um the poll question this week let's go ahead because that'll set the stage the poll question this week have you got it pulled up there
4: i am i'm working on it i i think i am got, got it here, here. Oh, i i got it got it oh you got okay. it let me yeah. uh I'm, I'm getting there okay I got I'm, it ma- I'm making it interesting no i got it here okay. we go if it loads Okay, the first Northern Bank of Wyoming poll question for the week. Uh, Do you agree with the Sheridan County Commission's decision to not choose a new commissioner from the three candidates that were submitted by the Sheridan County Republican Central Committee? Um, We have got um, yes, it was their right, and that is uh, time for glasses so I can read.
0: 73. Nope, 71 votes.
4: Yes, and no is number one with fifty six percent of the votes.
0: So one hundred
4: twenty two. Yeah, and actually there were there were eleven percent twenty three votes said unsure or don't care, and uh, I don't necessarily think people don't care. I think they're just a little maybe they don't follow it and yeah, not really a hundred percent sure exactly right. what.
0: And I think that's kind of what a lot a lot of people were thinking because. <sighs> the 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 thoughts involving this is that the county one the county commission should have made the decision and were uh required by law to make that decision and the other thinking was that no they were within their rights to not do that and allow someone else to make that decision
4: yeah I think the, so, the poll is pretty indicative I think of how some uh, a lot of people think 56 uh, percent to what was it 33. yeah so i mean that's that's a pretty good percentage uh difference
0: yeah quite a bit um that's what we're going to talk about today we've got some information that's come out in the last week i guess so we're going to you know kind of talk a little bit about that and kind of set it up and and figure out what happened and what got us to this point so that's what we're going to talk about today on the jackson electric open line friday we're going to take a quick break and we'll come back and get started right after this
1: complex electrical applications. Jackson Electric has the knowledge, the experience, and the reputation to meet and exceed any electrical need or requirement. Jackson Electric's expertise even includes phone systems, data systems, LED lighting systems, fire alarm systems, and irrigation systems. Residential, commercial, industrial, agriculture. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all. Jackson Electric does it all at 1851 North Main and Sheridan.
2: Our paint department is stocked up and ready to get you going on your exterior painting projects. Hi, Kurt Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Company. Now's the time to, we're excited to help you with your exterior painting and staining projects. We have true value and PPG paints and stains, many exciting options and color combinations for your outside project. Come see us. Great paint, great store, the Sheridan Commercial Company an Office Supply Store at 303 Broadway. Open seven days a week.
3: Jim Markle Sr doesn't talk about his time in Vietnam, but he's carried with him ever since.
5: It wasn't until 1980, five years after the end of the Vietnam War, that the
4: condition post-traumatic stress disorder was even
6: identified. One minute we're in combat, next minute we're back home, it was just too much.
3: The Wild Film Festival presents Return, a story that documents a father-son trip to Vietnam to hopefully gain an understanding of events that ultimately shaped their relationship.
0: He brought something back from Vietnam. He's carried it with him for 40 plus years now, and I think he's gonna leave it
3: behind. I hope he can. Return, just one of the films at this year's Y.O. Film Festival, September 28th through October 1st.
0: I also like to see what happened to those units who were left behind. We were supposed to pull a lot of people out of Vietnam, and we just left and abandoned them.
3: See the full lineup and get your tickets at yofilmfest.org. Mowing the lawn,
7: working out, walking the dog... It's never been easier to keep your favorite music, current local news, sports and weather information right there with you. Sheridan Media will keep you company wherever you go with our smartphone apps. Visit SheridanMedia.com slash app and choose the stations you want. Live streams of your favorite hit music, rock, country, classics and the best talk shows on the radio all for free. And with podcasts of Public Pulse in the 90s at 9, you can listen when it fits your schedule. SheridanMedia.com slash app.
0: Jackson Electric, open line Friday, Aaron Palmer, Ron Richter, and today's discussion is about uh, the County Commission and everybody's opinion on what they should or should not have done. So, uh, we'll get to that. Let's start off by at least Going over what happened, if people and I don't know how, but there there might be people that aren't aware what happened. But what got all this started was uh Al- Alan Thompson was the county commissioner up through I think the first of August was when his resignation went official.
4: Yeah, end of July, I believe. Yeah, something yeah. like that.
0: So he, what happened was is that he was of course the sheriff in Sheridan County for quite a long time and after he became the county commissioner was voted in he was offered a position with wascop which correct me here wyoming association of sheriffs and chiefs of police yes is that okay
4: that's as close as you're gonna get that uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i that, thought that's that that is it was. It, yeah right. and he accepted the position right which it, it makes sense mean, because he that's right up his out. meant he had to uh, step down yep so he
0: Gave a resignation letter to the commissioners, which then set off the process of having to replace him on the county commission. So it basically went back to the Republican Central Committee in the county, and they had to vet, however you want to call that, such and such number of people and come up with three viable candidates that they sent to the county commission. And then they, through their process, decided who who of those three was going to be the new commissioner that's how it was supposed to go
4: and they were the three that ran for the seats yes and that's and and, and that was
0: yep one of the arguments that the republican central committee had was that well these were the next three vote getters underneath
4: and these were the three that showed enough interest during the last election cycle to run for the position
0: exactly so logically it made sense as far as you know, wh- whether you agree with the three choices or not, those were the people, in those were who the people in Sheridan voted for underneath Alan Thompson. Right. So it made logical sense for those three names to be forwarded to the county commission. So fast forward, they had 20 days to make a decision, and I think it was on August 29th ish that the county commission came out they interviewed the three candidates and then they came out and from what i understand they put all three names forward they brought them up as a motion do we want this person and all of them failed for a lack of a second right that's how it went so essentially none of those three were put forward to sit on the county commission seat that was now, over.
4: now quick question just to clarify That would have just been through next year, correct? That's my understanding. It wouldn't have been for his full term. They would have sat out the seat until the next election cycle, and then the voters of Sheridan County would have decided who.
0: I believe so. I don't know that for sure.
4: I don't don't either, and there's a lot of. If if our
0: county people are listening and you know, give us a call. I know, know yeah, yeah, I
4: think, you know, there's
0: um so i believe that's how it is yes that they would just serve out the r- the remainder of the year then or through the next election I right guess. so it would have been through november of 2024. well would have been through january i guess of 2020 technically yeah so yeah they would have served and then the next person voted in
4: or it would have been them next wouldn't. year's next right. year's election right in november
0: i believe so so okay that so that's what was supposed to happen But the county commission chose for whatever reason, um, which only, well, I, I talked to Christy Haswell and she said that they felt that the candidates that they had weren't qualified in their minds for that seat. I don't know what that means. I don't know why they felt they were not qualified. Who knows? But that's what was brought forward. But for whatever reason, the lack of a second is what created the issue so then that infuriated the Central Committee because in their opinion one of those three should have been put in by the Commission but the thinking on one side is that the County Commission is within their rights to not do that and that they would allow the district judge who whichever one Curvin or um what's the other one Phillips Phillips, Phillips that um that one of those two would be appointed to make that decision which is what happened um some people i guess are upset the republican central committee has decided that they may pursue legal action against the county commission for uh, i don't know what do you (laughs) what exactly is it that they're going to what are they trying to accomplish
4: I think the, they well, I think they're trying to have them removed from <clears> the Commission which I mean
0: I don't that, know I don't know if that's that opens affirmable. up the
4: biggest right. can of worms you could probably ever open up probably. for local government
0: and I know that one of the things I had seen but, is but that, you,
4: why because you didn't get your way well I, I mean essentially that's, you know, we've become a sue-happy country. If, if I don't like the oh, way God, this we went have, for me, I'm mm-hmm. suing.
0: We have been for a long time, for decades. But
4: forever. that's,
0: <laughs> that's what that's what the problem is. And and I think one of the things that the Central Committee had said is that they would either look at or they one of the things they would look at would be litigation. The other thing that they would look at is the possibility of censuring the four other commissioners commissioners that were left that quote unquote made that decision or lack of decision so there are things out there that we don't know for sure what's going to happen we haven't heard one way or the other so things are kind of still up in the air and nothing may come of this because the three candidates that they put forward um Darcy Phillips one of those right one of those three will actually become the county commissioner the next
4: one now, now just for the sake of argument what if what if she interviews all three and says no? I don't think any of these are. Uh, th- 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 I I'm, I'm, I'm just <laughs> I'm putting it out there, Aaron, because I it, it is an actual possibility. I would think I, I don't I don't think that would happen, but let's just say that when they have their their little dog and pony show next week, and and she interviews them and. They go through the rigmarole and all that but stuff. But does and statute
0: then, allow her I, to do that? That's the question. And that's the question that they had with the county commission. Well, it, because it, yeah. according to them, the county commission has to. Because
4: there was, wasn't it was shall. the way, yeah, and, and the thing is, everyone right now is uh, is having their own version of the way statutes are written and right. what they mean. It, 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 it's all perception right now. You can look at something the way it's written and you perceive it. Quite differently right. than the way I perceive it, and right. that's what we got going on with a lot of things in the city and county and state government, and it's well, right. to be honestly, nationally,
0: five different people can look at the same thing come up with five different, yeah. you know,
4: reactions. It, it, it's you know, all interpretation right now. Yes, it is.
8: Um, can I ask really quick? You can. Um, can I ask, as somebody that is not necessarily attuned with the local government, and all that? Right. Why can you explain this to me? Why this is? A big deal is it more the precedent i guess
0: possibly yeah i think it could be the precedent and it's It's a good question though james yeah it's i i don't know i I mean mean, there's
8: plenty of people that are looking at this that don't pay attention too much to local government or whatever or just government in general and they see a lot of this coming through the news and you know obviously there are people claiming that they might look at suing and they're like okay this is a big deal but
5: why is it a big deal
0: that's the question and i think um it it comes down to the central committee probably is I I, I don't know how to phrase this really but they they have they're upset because they were circumvented I guess their decision with these three to move them forward was circumvented I guess by the by the county commission and they feel kind of you know not good about that slighted yeah is is that a good way to put that I mean I'm not trying to you know make anybody sound bad at all right or, or trying think, to
4: you know put right but I think that's essentially
0: what we're looking at here is that the Central Committee is probably a little upset that the County Commission made that decision when the committee feels that they should not have so I think that's probably what got all this started or at least why it's a big deal um statutory statutorily, statutorily if i can learn to speak i think that the county commission depending on who you talk to had the the right to make that or to not make that decision and put it back on the on the district judge but it's again open to interpretation we don't know i'm not a, i'm not a lawyer i don't know but at least the argument is there and so there I think, are
8: people that think that they broke the law sure, doing this sure yes
0: and you know there's been i like this week i went to the county commission meeting and nothing was said about it which kind of surprised me i was like expecting somebody to show up and you know say something but they didn't but there was a guy there that had a protest sign that was basically saying to um fire the fire the commissioners, fire the commissioners yeah. or or however you want to put that protest sign guy yep and so he was out front of the county courthouse and then he actually came into the meeting and he was very polite very you know, he didn't cause an issue but he was there protesting and that was his right to do so but, yes
4: that is his um,
0: right you know th- so there was something there so people however many i don't know were upset with the decision or lack of by the county commission we do have a caller caller you're on the jackson electric open line friday go ahead good morning
9: good morning there you you are can you hear me yes you know one of you fellas just asked the question why is it important why would the central committee here feel that their uh, by statute obligation to put forward candidates is important why do we care who is our county commissioner or our city council people well I'd like to say this in the Sheridan Press Um, Wednesday's paper, (coughs) there was a groundbreaking for Storyhouse Village, and the photograph was provided by the Chamber of Commerce, and this is relevant to the question you guys just asked. In this picture, we have the mayor, two city council people, we have two county commissioners, and we have one state senator, (laughs) and you have covered yourself on um, Public Pulse, uh, Storyhouse Village. So underneath the picture of these functionaries that are there, government functionaries, a mayor, two council people, two county commissioners, and a senator, (laughs) Um, I spoke with one of our commissioners this morning, and I said, "Um, why were you there? Well, it, it seems like, you know, we wanted to support development east of Sheridan. It's better that it go east of Sheridan. And... He asked me, he said, why do you care about this? I said, because this development is seeking taxpayer money. They want CETA to relocate there. CETA receives taxpayer money. They want to have land trust land. That's taxpayer money. The city of Sheridan will provide water to this site, which has, again, no water, no power, no sewage, nothing. Uh, there's another site available, which does have this Uh, i'm not connected to that it's quite frankly it's over in the old high-tech business park area it's johnny rice and sons but your government electeds spend your tax dollars and mr wright said to me well this seems like an appropriate expenditure of tax money and i'm going i drive sheridan streets all the time existent streets in the city of sheridan are in a mess they didn't have enough money for snow removal last winter. I mean it's like where are you spending? So I said, Look, the developers are gonna make a buck off of this. And we are throwing possibly tax dollars to it. I said, To me that is the question of why we care who sits in those seats and what what their worldview is. So You know, um, always, of course, it's the push-pull. You've always got people who want to develop property. But when we start going into these tax-supported developments, it kind of causes my hackles to rise. So I can see why it might be important who you've got, city council mayor, who you've got, county commission. That might be important because it's where they want to funnel the money. So thanks, That's, I just wanted to make that comment. That's why it's important to
4: me who's in there. Oh, thanks a lot, but I do believe you kind of misconstrued the question that James, our co-host, threw out there. He was more wondering the layman, the person that does not follow city government, county government, why is this such a big deal is is what he was wondering not not why what is happening with the lawsuit is so important and i I think it was just taken a little out of context there I,
8: i i do think the you know voting for the county commissioner does matter and the county commission does matter like i so I didn't vote for sure. those seats and stuff, and I relatively know those people. But I was more curious about why the event and what happened mattered more, God,
0: why so it was than, such a big deal. Yes, right. Why, than why more it than, was
8: more so than who sits there? Because I agree it is important, obviously, to know who is going to sit in those seats. But I was just I, the event itself was one I was wondering why that. Sure, and, no, that, it, and
0: that's a legitimate question for a lot of people in town. If if they're not following, I mean, yep. Ron and I follow city and county government. And so we're kind of aware of what's going on, what the you know, ins and outs are. Not everything, but, of course, we have a, a better understanding than your average Joe on the street. So that is a, is a valid question. Somebody on the street that doesn't follow this, they're like, what's the big deal? It,
4: it, yep. James, you are not alone. I've had a lot of people come up to me and say, well, what is happening here? Why is this blown up into what's it's right. blown and, up into? Exactly. And I just, you know, my only explanation is think of the kids in the sandbox
0: yeah it's a it's a wizen match
4: yes in, in a lot of ways so um it's the sandbox Kay. fight
0: we're going to go ahead and take a break right there on the jackson electric open line friday numbers to call if you want to discuss this or something else numbers to call 674-4443 or 672-5763 and keep in mind if you've got a poll question that you would like us to put on do it call and let us know we'll we'll talk about it and see if we can get it on there so we'll be back right after this
1: Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light. Maybe it's as simple as adding an extra outlet. Maybe it's as detailed as wiring an industrial building. Maybe it's high efficiency, LED lighting, or a fire alarm system, or phone system installation and repair. Maybe it's data system wiring, irrigation wiring, or electric motor sales and repair. Commercial, residential, industrial, agriculture. Above ground, below ground. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light at 1851 North Main in Sheridan.
8: The total store remodel is underway at Legacy Diamond and Gems. They are open at a temporary location, 17 East Laux Street, between PO News and The Chocolate Tree. Legacy Diamond and Gems will continue their full-service jewelry and watch repair and personalize custom designs from their two graduate bench jewelers. You can also set up an appointment to view inventory from other departments. Legacy Diamond and Gems will reopen soon. In the meantime, visit online at LegacyDiamondGems.com
3: or stop by 17 East Lough in Sheridan. The Sheridan Farmer's Market is back for another great season at Whitney Commons Park. You'll find local produce, meat, eggs, coffee, baked goods, and outstanding locally crafted items this Thursday and every Thursday from 5 to 7 p.m. through September 14th. See the best our hardworking local producers have to offer at the Sheridan Farmer's Market Thursday evenings at Whitney Commons Park. Sponsored in part by Sheridan Media. And remember, please leave your pets at home. Heads up, whether it's at work, at home or
5: play, take a few seconds to look up and locate any overhead power lines. When working outside, be sure to keep yourself and any tools or equipment you're using at least 10 feet away. Teach your children to fly kites or toys in areas away from overhead power lines and do not attempt to remove anything that has become tangled with a line. Always assume an overhead power line is energized and dangerous. A safety message brought to you by Montana Dakota Utilities in the community to serve.
7: Magic Melanie here with First Northern Bank, Sheridan Honda, and Power Sports Pro Football Pickup. Here's what happened in studio this week. Introduce our VIPs to you this morning. We know our two Viking fans. Uh, dead yeah, not yeah. yeah, not easy
5: either, yeah. They're dead to me, so I'm yeah. gonna... They are oh. dead, dead. Oh. They, they're, they're dead to me. It's not even week me. one yet. Wow. They, no, they're dead to
0: me. A... And new to the VIPs this year in studio,
7: Andrew, the rookie boints. Uh, yeah.
6: I'm excited. Uh,
7: that trophy won't have to move very far from Melanie. <laughs> 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 oh, nice. He's nice. <laughs>
2: wow. Wow. Nice. <laughs> nice one, Andrew. <laughs>
8: put out all your good content yet. We've got 21 more weeks to go. James the bookie Timberlake here. Play along with us on Pro Football Pick'em, presented by Sheridan Honda and Power Sports and First Northern Bank by going to the contest page on SheridanMedia.com and clicking on the Pro Football Pick'em banner. This week, you can win a $100 gift card to the Warehouse Gastropub. And make sure to listen to us every Wednesday morning at 7.45 a.m. on 103.9 FM KROE.
0: Friday on KROE Aaron Palmer and Ron Richter and today we're discussing the the situation with the county commissioners and the county central Republican Central Committee which the is kind of, yeah, which has kind of blown up over the last couple of weeks. Um, let's take a look at the poll question again here real quick. I think I've got it up here. Still. I got
4: her. Do you? Yeah. First Northern Bank of Wyoming poll question. Do you agree with the Sheridan County Commission's decision to not choose a new commissioner from the three candidates submitted by the Sheridan County Republican Central Committee. Uh, 56% said no, they should have chosen a candidate. Um, 33% says yes, it was their right. And then 11% said um, unsure or don't care. So pretty overwhelmingly, 56% of the voters... Uh, 122 votes said that uh, the Commission should have chosen at least you know a candidate one of the two or three yeah Yeah.
0: Um, and that is one of the thinking one of the thoughts you know the areas of thinking is that they should have the other is that the County Commission had the right not to do that
4: I was just gonna say that that a lot of people think yes they should have chosen a candidate did they have to no
0: that is one legal opinion yes it, yes and and the whole thing we talked about this last because, week because well
4: here's what i wonder though if they if they had to if they were legally obligated to choose one then they would have then why would it have then why would it have went to district court judge darcy phillips right away you know what i mean there there were, there were, apparently was a process outlined in statute right if they didn't select one you know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, then why would literally like several days later it all of a sudden be in, in the hands of a district court judge?
0: Right, that's it, the it, million dollar question. Yeah, and so I just,
4: I don't know. But I, I don't
0: know. That is the million dollar question, and and I think it goes down to interpretation of the state statute, because mm-hmm. it I think the way it's written is that it says that the county commission shall, doesn't say you know which it's open to interpretation whatever you think i'm not a legal beagle i don't know but i'm sure that the county commission at one point got some kind of legal advice on what they could and could not do whether it's factual whether it's correct we don't know at this point but somebody told them yes you're within your rights to do this so that's why they did it they're not as you said they're not going to look at this and go well i don't care i'm not going to do this and just go against state statute willy-nilly that would be politically and well, it would, it, <laughs> it would, it be, would
4: be it would be kind of reckless right i mean i'll just be honest i mean it would be a little reckless to just make that decision and not have the facts and details right. in your corner now, granted, the other side is probably saying those facts and details are wrong, right? You know, so I mean, that's so that's what
0: we're looking at. Yeah. So we've got loggerheads between one party and their legal team, and one other party and their legal team that are, and it, this may go if it if it gets pushed to the point where some think it will. This may be something that heads to the Wyoming Supreme Court
4: yeah very well could we we just don't know yeah.
0: and and part of what they're wanting to do I think by pushing this we talked about this before is to is to remove possibly uh at those county commissioners or at the very least to censure them which if you censure someone what exactly does that mean well it's kind of like a slap on the face
4: don't yeah it, or slap on the wrist don't do that anymore it's but, saying we don't like you and right. we're expressing it's
0: so there you go. We do have a caller. Let's go ahead and take the caller and see what's going on here. Uh, you're on the Jackson Electric open line. Go ahead.
6: Yeah, good morning. Good morning. Morning. Uh, just wondering if somebody can tell me what the qualifications are for being a county commissioner. Uh, I, I, I think they have to live in the county. They can't be a felon. I, I don't know what else there is or why they felt that they, they weren't qualified
0: that's a very good question and i wish i had an answer for you
6: but yeah i
4: i I think what the the caller the you have to be a county resident and yes not a convicted felon other than that i don't know what
6: uh, so why how what gives them the right to say they're not qualified
4: that's exactly
0: what some people are wondering
6: yeah yeah exactly that's a good question
0: it's it is a good question and I didn't ask that specifically with the commissioners, like Christy Haswell, that I spoke to, and I'm not singling her out. She just happened to be who I spoke to, but she said they they didn't feel they were qualified, and I don't know what that means, and they didn't, you know, they didn't elaborate past that point, so who knows? Who, Who knows? I mean, they said on that board, I don't, so I don't know if somebody said something that they didn't like I have no idea I really do not have any idea but if you're voted in by your constituents you would think that that qualifies you to sit on whatever board it is whether you're on the hospital board whether you're on the school County board. commission school board whatever I mean yeah. you know people get voted in all the time to various positions that mm. some people don't like and other people think is great so yeah i i don't know i wish i had an answer i don't Does that help you any <laughs> clear as mud uh, caller is uh, gone apparently all right well after all this happened um and the county commission chose not to make a decision there was a, a patriot chat held in bighorn uh that thursday i think it was wednesday
4: it was, yeah Wednesday or Thursday night
0: that well it was Wednesday that the county commit no Tuesday that the county commission
4: made oh, the, decision. okay I thought you were talking and about then
0: the- Thursday they had this meeting in Bighorn to discuss this the Central Committee did or yeah so they got in there and excuse me according to a story by our own C.B. Benoit Cynthia Benoit um, it was held at the Bighorn Women's Club in Bighorn the Republican Party held a Patriot Chat to discuss the gross dereliction of duty, they said, by the county commissioners and what Sheridan County residents can do about it. So, Senator Bo Biteman was there and he talked with Senator, excuse me, (laughs) Cynthia Fenoy, and had this to say.
10: It sounds like the Republican Party just wanted to get an informational meeting out there as quickly as possible to inform the, the members of, as to what happened with the county commissioners uh, refusing to do their, their duty to uh, appoint one of the three that the party put forward and to discuss the next steps. And that's kind of what uh, we did tonight was we listened to what the leadership of the party wanted to do as far as hiring outside legal counsel and uh, the, the way forward. And
0: one of the things they talked about was the legal aspects of this and what they may do.
10: Okay. Well, the law says that they had to pick from, they shall pick from the three that the county party put forward. And they refused, uh, which is, you know, in my opinion, a blatant violation of the law. So uh, we're in our unchartered territory now. What do you do when elected officials ignore the law? And so now we're going to end up in court and we're going to have a legal fight. And uh, hopefully justice will prevail on our side.
0: And again, getting back, have they filed this lawsuit? I I, have not heard anything
4: at this point. Uh, And I I don't know if the decision made, you know, that that we had, I mean, literally right off, we got off the air. We got notice um, that the uh, district court judge Darcy Phillips was going to choose between the three candidates. Um, so I does
0: that throw this all out? Because oh, the 3 not can—that's that's the million-dollar question again. Because that's
4: basically what they wanted was one of those three, right? Um, I, I am sure they can still sue, but now what's the impetus of the lawsuit? I mean, what 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 is your end goal then? You mm-hmm. know, because you're, you're getting your way, maybe not the way you intended, but unless Darcy says no to the three. Candidates. I'm not even, I, I, you know I had to bring that up. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I have no clue if, <laughs> if she even has that option. But, you know, it's the way this year is going, you yeah, know. It would not surprise me. It
0: really would not surprise me that somebody could interpret the state that statute to say, yep, well, she cannot choose. Or better
4: student. yet, Aaron, what, what happens if she chooses one and then they say, no, I guess I don't want it <laughs> then we go back to the other two it's, square one yeah yeah exactly. no but um you know senator biteman brought it up about the word shall and mm-hmm. that that's the big sticking point here because one side is interpreting shell as you know must do right and the other is saying you know we, can do yes so it, it's all interpretation it's all perspective it's all how you read the statute
0: right And again, it gets back to the legal uh, opinions of the people that were involved in this, that told the county commission this and told the Republican Central Committee that. Yeah. So we're at the loggerheads that we're at. We do have a caller. Oh, no caller. We're going to take a break. Okay. We'll take a break. We'll come back and discuss more on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday right after this.
1: Jackson Electric and you'll feel the power. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, call Jackson Electric. Commercial, residential, agricultural, it makes no difference. Call Jackson Electric. Jackson Electric does high efficiency LED lighting and fire alarm systems installation. Wiring a home? wiring a business, new electrical service, or enlarging existing surface. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light at 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Heart breathtaking. The
3: world-renowned theatrical equestrian experience of Cirque Maceo is coming September 8th through the 10th for the first time ever to the Sheridan County Fairgrounds. Friday at 7, Saturday at 4 and 7, Sunday at 1 and 4, showcasing the magical bond between horse and man with a blend of graceful to daredevil. Tickets at CirqueMaceo.com. Don't miss Cirque Sale.
5: heads up whether it's at work at home or play take a few seconds to look up and locate any overhead power lines when working outside be sure to keep yourself and any tools or equipment you're using at least 10 feet away teach your children to fly kites or toys in areas away from overhead power lines and do not attempt to remove anything that has become tangled with a line always assume an overhead power line is energized and dangerous a safety message brought to you by montana dakota utilities in the community to serve
0: Our service department offers the best in automotive service to our customers. Hi, this is Chris Hayden from Waring Sheridan Chevrolet. Our facility has the latest diagnostic repair equipment and our highly skilled technicians will deliver the most efficient and quality vehicle care you can find. We offer oil change, tire rotation, and inspect your vehicle to make sure your vehicle is running its best. That includes free pickup and delivery within the Sheridan city limits. Plus, if your vehicle is in need of any mechanical repairs, we have the best team of technicians to get you up and running. Waring Chevrolet, 107 East Alger.
2: At Sunlight Federal Credit Union, we know how important convenience, time, and flexibility are for you. That's why we've joined the Co-op Shared Branching Network, which gives you access to your account at over 5,600 branches across all 50 states. That's just one more way we make Sunlight Federal Credit Union your branch for your funds, no matter what you're doing or where you're at.
7: Join Sunlight Federal Credit Union today and start experiencing the credit union difference. Everyone is welcome to Come Find God at an Old Time Revival presented by the Sheridan United Pentecostal Church Saturday, September 9th at both 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. Can't make it Saturday? Join them again on Sunday, September 10th at 10 a.m. Reawaken your love for the Lord and get inspired. The Sheridan United Pentecostal Church Old Time Revival September 9th and 10th, 720 South Sheridan Avenue on the corner of South Sheridan and Coffeine. jackson electric
0: open line friday with aaron palmer ron richter and this week we are talking about oh it's been a it's been a loud couple of weeks (laughs) but we're talking about the county commissioners and their failure i guess or their decision decision to not appoint one of the three people on that were submitted by the central committee republican central committee and uh, some people are saying they should have. Other people said they were within the rights to not do so and let the district judge do it. So that's kind of the loggerheads that we're at. So our poll question kind of re, the results were kind of indicative of what kind of what we thought. What were they again,
4: Ron? Yeah, 56% said no. The county commissioner should have chosen one of the three candidates that were put forward by the Sheridan County uh, Republican Central Committee. Um... Thirty-three percent said yes; it was the commissioner's right, and then we had eleven percent of the votes uh, that was unsure or just didn't uh, didn't care enough didn't to care enough vote to one work. way or the other. So right. it was pretty pretty overwhelming fifty-six to thirty-three percent. So fifty-six percent of those that uh, responded to our online poll question, the first Northern Bank of Wyoming online poll question, said that uh, they should have chosen one of the three. So
0: they agree with the Sheridan County Republican Central Committee. Yes. In that instance, yes. So okay. Um, We do have a caller, so we'll go ahead and get you on here. You're on the Jackson Electric Open Line Friday caller. Go ahead.
11: Yes. Well, what's happened is Open Line Friday has morphed into where that if you call in about anything else, then what the topic is, you're interrupting. It used to be people would call in and maybe say uh, that vinegar that's supposed to kill weeds you could buy it to shared commercials anybody tried that and different topics that would come up and it was fun to listen to now i don't care if i watch or listen i guess listen <laughs> listen to it anymore because it's almost uh yeah almost you're interrupting if you have your if you come up with the topic that you'd like so that's my comment okay
0: okay um well I'm sorry you feel that way because we absolutely yeah will allow anyone to speak about whatever it is they want we, to speak we about. have
4: never steered anyone yeah. away from it's giving just, their opinion on right. anything they want to talk about right. it, it basically is your hour
0: and all we're doing is giving uh a topic of conversation yeah. just so we can get the conversation started but if somebody wants to talk about uh you know, Aliens on the moon? Go ahead. I don't. It doesn't bother me.
4: Or yeah. the wasp problem.
0: Yeah. My one. goodness. <laughs> There's another one. We do have a caller. Uh, caller, go ahead. You're on the Jackson Electric open line Friday. Is that me? That's you.
6: Hey, thanks, guys. Hey, <clears throat> few few questions, curiosities, sure. uh, observations. Uh, the canal, uh, bringing uh, big goose and the uh, little goose, whatever they're driving sheet piling up there and uh... Um, boy it's been a project uh... i'm just curious if that's funded by taxpayers aka government and how much the project cost, and what is their ultimate goal now i could have missed something by not studying and studying on it but you know there's nothing like a sign out front the second thing is uh... is the building immediately east of the SO and PD I don't know what that is. It'd be nice if there was a sign, and I there again haven't studied on it to figure it out. Uh, Sometime back, the poll question was Do you support uh, building more in Sheridan and increasing the population and all that? And of course, uh, the poll question was the majority was no, and yet headlong. you get developers coming in acquiring in one shape or the other taxpayer funding for a lot of that, and uh you know how many people know of somebody that landed now it's landed a, that's kind of a fishing curve like when you land something a government contract, it's a sure deal uh the uh I read Wildfile for a number of years, and uh you make a comment that awaits moderation moderation is a genteel way of saying censored okay now for a poll question very simple you can swing it or twist it or whatever way you want very simplistically do you trust the government
0: it's hmm.
4: a good question
0: do you want that to be government in general local government state government federal government or
6: you can spin it any way you want uh, government in general, federal government, state, county, city, uh, whatever. Government
4: yeah. is, so just basically government as a whole, the big umbrella.
6: Well, that's what we're actually talking about right now that's going on, isn't it? Yep. Sure. Okay. Indeed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's,
4: that's a, that's yep. a good suggestion.
6: But, uh, yeah, yeah, I really appreciate your program.
4: Thank you. All right, thank you. And we appreciate, uh, having callers such as yourself and and coming up with a poll question that's uh
0: it, it's open for discussion yeah that's great these open-ended questions like this are exactly what we're looking for with these poll questions because if I think if you get too specific a lot of people are like yeah. but if it's Do an open-ended you open trust ended thing, the government yeah I think that's uh we'll have to talk we'll have to see if we can twist that a or just leave it the way it is. I think that's a good. I think that's a good idea. Well,
4: you know, we we talked a lot about interpretation this hour and, and perspective and whatnot. And uh, what what's your definition of trust? Sure. You know what I mean. Sure. i I mean, you know, I mean, we all have def- different levels of trust.
0: Right. Well, you know, I think the postal service is an example. You know, do we trust them? Yeah, somewhat. Well, do we trust them enough to take a thousand dollars cash and put it in an envelope and mail it to ourselves? Probably
4: not, right? And
0: it's not necessarily the postal service's yes. fault,
4: but, but that could, just, that could fall on the sender, though, right? You you shouldn't be, I guess, that uh, trustworthy of society to send that much cash <laughs> exactly. through the mail. So, yeah, so yeah, yeah, it's, exactly. It opens exactly. up a lot of good discussion. It's 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 a very, like you said, very simplistic poll question, but it has a lot of tentacles.
0: Yeah, and it could open a great discussion. Yeah. All right. well we'll think about that one that was a good one we've got another caller you're on the jackson electric open line friday
11: go ahead hey, good morning gentlemen. good morning uh, great to morning. see you talking about this issues. this is billy miller chairman of sheridan county republican party hey um, just have one quick comment because i see we're at the end of the day in the, but um you, you ask why uh there's a lot of reasons a whole lot of reasons okay but the main thing and this is what the public is saying there's an expectation I do like it that our government follows the law, just as they expect us to do. And they've not done that here. The judge's order notes that. Um, And so I'm just going to leave that at that part. What I I have a bigger issue with today is the fact that you guys are sitting here speculating on all this kind of stuff. You've already talked to the county commissioners on this. You've talked to a bunch of people. Um, But you have not uh, talked to the party at all. Matter of fact, I was in the building the other day. And I know recently, you saw me there um, at Sheridan Media and didn't say a word about this. So it's interesting that you are so interested in talking about this topic and you want to get it out to the public and yet you're not going to the source. i would love to offer up that opportunity for you some time this week, to actually talk to the source and find out what's going on. Because there's, there's a lot more than just this issue behind the scenes.
0: Fair enough. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for Brian the Brian Miller. Um, yeah, that's a good, it's a good point. I guess we should have called. Um, it, it, to be honest, it never even really crossed my mind. It was just open, opening it for discussion for the public to come in and, and chime in on. And it, I guess we should have called the central committee, and we should have called the county commission, at least given them, the opportunity to speak. So we will take that under advisement in the future. Well, I will
8: sure. say that we also, I mean, we did play clips from one of our reporters that went to one of these Patriot chats where Bo Biden was there yes. and they were talking about the legal uh, implications of what this was. So it's not like we weren't, you know, going to the source because they held this Patriot chat sure. and they wanted to talk about it. So, I don't know if that's entirely fair because we have sent reporters to talk about or to the, the Patriot chat, like I said, and we played a clip of it. So,
0: Right. And I did talk to Christy Haswell a little bit that kind of explained what happened earlier. But it, 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 to me, I didn't see a reason to get a hold of her to have her rehash what she'd already said.
4: Yeah. And I think, Aaron, you kind of hit the nail on the head that we were kind of more so looking for the public's take on this. You know what 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 people thought of Mm -hmm. what has happened the last few weeks right um
0: and it's fair that we should have probably given oh yeah i i I agree
4: i i mean and the thing is maybe the caller should have called in earlier in the hour instead of at the tail end of the show and we could have had the caller on longer well you know
8: well it's also like we're gonna have more stories about oh
0: absolutely it's not this isn't just the end all be all all of the discussion and you know I, th- I think that there's also a responsibility from the parties involved that if they're if they are going to uh follow litigation or whatever the 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 decision is that's made I think they have to kind of let the public know through the channels yes you know us other media outlets whatever to kind of let us know what's going on so th- I think we we've all kind of dropped the ball on this
4: a little bit so Okay. Well, it's it, it it you know it is what it is. I mean, you can only hold the hand so much.
0: Right. And again, getting back to we wanted to know what people in the community were thinking about the situation.
4: I mean, my email's out there. You know how to get a hold of me.
0: Mine too. Sure.
4: Yeah. You know where I work.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, that's going to kind of wrap things up for this week. Uh thanks Ron for joining us. Thanks, Mr
4: timberlake you. Miss, mr james timberlake <laughs> for filling in this always night. fun and that'll
0: do it for the jackson electric open line friday we'll be back next week with a different topic
4: thank yeah. you so much see you later on a reaver dirt shape
1: the most complex electrical applications. Jackson Electric has the knowledge, the experience, and the reputation to meet and exceed any electrical need or requirement. Jackson Electric's expertise even includes phone systems, data systems, LED lighting systems, fire alarm systems, and irrigation systems. Residential, commercial, industrial, agriculture. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all. Jackson Electric does it all at 1851 North Main in Sheridan.
3: I'm here with Candace Crane From Sheridan, Honda, and Power Sports.
1: Tommy, hi. It's September, and you know what that means. Pumpkin spice. Well, no, Tommy, it's hunting season. And that means it's time to get your car side-by-side and ATV serviced. You tune your bow, you need to tune your transportation. The last thing you want to worry about is being stranded on the mountain.
3: Yeah, good thinking.
1: Even if you're not a hunter, now is a great time to get your vehicle serviced before winter hits. Remember, we can service all makes and models for automotive and Power Sports.
3: Call Sheridan, Honda, and Power Sports to schedule your service today.
2: Want to get WyO'd next summer? Here's your chance. Right on into SCLT's In Bloom on Saturday, September 9th. By joining us, you will be entered into our Door Prize drawing. Four tickets to the Sheridan WyO Rodeo. In Bloom, presented by Sheridan Media is free to attend, and one lucky person will get WyO'd just for coming through our shoot. Find out more at SheridanCLT.org. Nyar matey, if you be four years of age or older, you'll be needing to join pirate professor Billy Bones for some learning in pirate school, Sea of Dreams, Thursday, September 14th at 6.30 p.m. at the Y.O. Theatre. Billy will be teaching the finer points of lighthearted mischief and how to stand, talk, sing, and laugh like a boisterous buccaneer, all while promoting good manners, polite behavior, and social courage. Tickets are available now at the Y.O. Theatre box office or online at yotheatre.com.
0: The hunt is on at Sportsman's Warehouse. Are you ready? Check your gear and then check this week's Country Bounty for the Sportsman's Warehouse sale flyer. It's got everything you need
2: and probably things you've been wanting that are on sale. Savings on rifles, bows, ammo, camp gear and accessories, clothing, footwear, it's store wide. The hunt is on at Sportsman's
0: Warehouse. See the flyer this week in the Country Bounty and shop Sportsman's Warehouse on Brunnage Lane
7: in Sheridan where they're always open seven days a week.
8: This week on the Weekend Sports Wrap Podcast presented by Alpine Climate Control and Jack and Kathleen Wood at 307 Real Estate. It's a full college football week one recap, including the Cowboys pulling off a pretty big upset. We have some winners and losers from the rest of the college football slate and introducing two new awards to the show, the Poo Poo Garbage No Good Game of the Week and the Actual Good Game of the Week. We give out those two awards for week one, and then we predict who will be the winners of both those awards for next week. We have those topics and more on the Weekend Sports Wrap Podcast wherever you get your podcast.